the Sacred Heart Novena, Day 5, A Eucharistic Heart. One of the last documents issued by Pope St. John Paul II during his pontificate was the document Ecclesia de Eucharistia. In this document, he speaks about the many aspects of the Holy Eucharist. And in one section, he speaks particularly about Eucharistic adoration. This is what he has to say. It is pleasant to spend time with him, to lie close to his breast like the beloved disciple, and to feel the infinite love present in his heart. If in our time Christians must be distinguished above all by the art of prayer, how can we not feel a renewed need to spend time in spiritual converse, in silent adoration, in heartfelt love before Christ present in the most holy sacrament? How often, dear brothers and sisters, have I experienced this and drawn from it strength, consolation and support? Already in this 21st century, there have been several Eucharistic miracles in various parts of the world. These miracles are given by the Lord to prove, in inverted commas, the interior and hidden reality of his presence under the form of bread and wine in the Eucharist. These modern-day Eucharistic miracles are at the end of a chronologically long time of a long line of such wondrous heavenly favours since at least the Middle Ages, favours which seek to confirm the Church's constant teaching that Christ is present, really and truly present, body, blood, soul and divinity in those sacred species. The miracle which is at the foundation of the Solemnity of Corpus Christi occurred in the 13th century in Bolsena in Italy. A certain Father Peter, by all accounts a good and holy priest, was having some doubts about the reality and nature of Christ's presence in the Eucharist. He prayed fervently to the Lord to quell those doubts. As he celebrated Mass one day and immediately after the words of consecration, the sacred host he held in his hands began to bleed and drops of the blood fell onto the corporal. The Pope at that time was residing in nearby Orvieto. The priest wrapped the bleeding host in the corporal cloth and took it to the Holy Father. To this day, you can visit the sacred relic and see the blood-stained corporal in the cathedral in Orvieto. One year after this miracle, the Pope instituted the solemnity of Corpus Christi. Perhaps the most famous of those early Eucharistic miracles is that which occurred in Lanciano in Italy. There, in the middle of the 8th century, the sacred host turned into a piece of flesh and the precious blood in the chalice changed into actual blood. Today it can still be found in the shrine at Lanciano. An interesting fact about that miracle is that only recently has science the know-how to analyse this miracle. Tests were permitted 
and the scientists concluded that the flesh of this Eucharistic miracle was that of human heart tissue. In 2008, in Sokolka, Poland, a priest dropped a sacred host while distributing Holy Communion. He picked it up and, as is customary, placed it in some water to dissolve over time in the tabernacle. A week later, the undissolved host had a red stain on it. It was taken out of the water and placed on a corporal where it dried out and looked like a piece of flesh. Examinations upon it found it to be heart tissue. Closer still to our own time in 2013 and once again in Poland. In Legnica, a consecrated host fell on the floor. This host was also put into a container with water so that it would dissolve over time. Instead, it formed red stains. These were examined and found to be heart muscle. A search of the internet will give us many more such Eucharistic miracles from ancient past to the present day. Blessed Carlo Acutis, a young Italian who died at the age of 15 just in 2006, had amassed enough information on these miracles to put on an exhibition which seeks to make more widely known the wondrous Eucharistic miracles that have been gifted to us down through the centuries. For our reflection today, let us consider the significance that quite a number of these miracles have involved the sacred host becoming heart muscle or heart tissue. If these miracles had involved the change into any human tissue, it would have been already quite amazing. But that the transformation involves heart tissue seems a sure sign that the Lord Jesus wishes us to know that the Eucharist is indeed given to us as a supreme gift of the heart of our Saviour. And that loving gift seems to call out to us, inviting us to make a return of love. His heart calls out to our hearts, seeking a response of love. Truly, all the love in the sacred heart of Jesus for souls is contained in the little white host of Holy Communion. Once again, Pope St. John Paul II said, When one has faith in this real presence, how easy it is to be close to him, adoring the love of loves, how easy it is to understand the expressions of love with which throughout the centuries Christians have surrounded the Eucharist. To St. Faustina, Jesus said from the Blessed Sacrament, Love has brought me here and love keeps me here. To St. Margaret Mary a few centuries before that, whose visions of the Sacred Heart always seemed to happen when she was in Eucharistic adoration, Jesus said, Behold this heart which has so loved men that it has spared nothing, even to exhausting and consuming itself, in order to testify its love. In return, I receive from the greater part only ingratitude by their irreverence and sacrileges, and by the coldness and contempt they have for me in this sacrament of love. My daughter, I come into the heart I have given you, in order that through your fervour you may atone for the offences which I have received from lukewarm and slothful hearts which dishonour me in the blessed sacrament. What a teaching from Jesus. Today it is Corpus Christi, 
we celebrate the gift of the Holy Eucharist. And what a gift it is. St. Augustine wrote, I dare to say that God, though he is almighty, could not give us more. Though he is all wise, knows not how to give us more. Though he is all rich, has not more to give than himself in the Holy Eucharist. Today, the whole church has the opportunity to show her appreciation for such a great gift. We each should take the opportunity to make some act, however small or simple, of love and adoration towards the Lord Jesus present in the Blessed Sacrament. But should we not also make some reparation to him? Should we not also lament the many ways in which the Lord's Eucharistic heart is maligned, disrespected, blasphemed, neglected and sacrileged in our days? At Fatima, the three child visionaries were taught the love, adoration and reverence that is due to Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament. And to them was given a prayer of love and reparation. And maybe today we could make this prayer together. O Most Holy Trinity, Father, Son and Holy Spirit, I adore thee profoundly. I offer thee the most precious body, blood, soul and divinity of Jesus Christ present in all the tabernacles of the world in reparation for the outrages, sacrileges and indifference by which he is offended. By the infinite merits of the sacred heart of Jesus and through the immaculate heart of Mary, I beg the conversion of poor sinners. Most Holy Trinity, I adore thee. My God, my God, I love thee in the most blessed sacrament. What a great thing it is to seek to make reparation to the sacred heart of Jesus for the many sins and offences which wound his heart in the most blessed sacrament. Such reparation need not be complicated nor difficult to accomplish. It is sufficient to love him with a warmth of love that will cover over the coldness and indifference which he is so often surrounded by in the Blessed Sacrament. As the sacred scripture tells us, love, charity, covers over a multitude of sins. And so we pray our Novena prayers. O my Jesus, you have said, truly I say to you, ask and it will be given you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. Behold, I knock, I seek and ask for the following grace. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O sacred heart of Jesus, I place all my trust in you. 
O my Jesus, you have said, Truly I say to you, if you ask anything of the Father in my name, he will give it to you. Behold, in your name I ask the Father for the following grace. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O Sacred Heart of Jesus, I place all my trust in you. O my Jesus, you have said, Truly I say to you, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. Encouraged by your infallible words, I now ask for the following grace. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O sacred heart of Jesus, I place all my trust in you. O sacred heart of Jesus, for whom it is impossible not to have compassion on the afflicted, have pity on us, sinners, and grant us the grace which we ask of you through the sorrowful and immaculate heart of Mary, your tender mother and ours. O sacred heart of Jesus, I place all my trust in you. <laughs> 